Welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I am Scott Narver. I'm Brett Gannell. And we're all comedians living in Hollywood, and we're all huge pro wrestling fans. And this is going to be a great show, guys. We have lots of news items to cover this week. And of course, when we do the news, it's just stuff that's interesting to us. This is not a comprehensive look at the news. Just, not some not some breakdown. It's not some thorough news breakdown. We're just shit that's going on in the news is interesting to us. But actually, the first thing we're going to start with has been the talk of the wrestling world since it happened. Which is CM Punk? CM Punk's uh, interview. At so the excited end. you can't even yeah, say yeah, it. I couldn't even get it out. Yeah. I couldn't even. CM Punk's quote I'm unquote. Holding sh- it back right now. He's trying to eat his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> his shoot interview at the end of Raw. I'm putting shoot in quotes though, because it's not. I mean, a shoot is. Everybody's calling this a shoot interview, but a shoot is a wrestling term for when something hap- happens that's not scripted. A promo, a promo planned. with shoot qualities to it. It, had, yeah. it was a shoot style promo. Um, did you like it? I loved it. I, I thought, thought it was, it was awesome. I watched it over and over and over again. You did? Yes. Yes. I kept rewinding it and watching it. So you're more excited than me. I Scott. am. I'm. I, I ate my microphone. It was cool. It was really amazing. I liked it a lot. I, they had me. I actually believed it was legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when the microphone cut off at the end, I was like, "That guaranteed that it was legitim- legitimate." And then, so excited! Get that microphone out of your mouth. You are so excited. <laughs> I'm it's eating the tasty. same marbles that Marcus. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. It did its job. I wanted to watch Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. I could not wait for Money in the Bank, and I wanted to watch it. You want to see what the next chapter of this story is? And that's a real question of how they're going to follow up because this is the probably since the big nexus angle, which was around last year at this time, this is the next sort of uh, nothing's really happened that has stirred up as much conversation as this Getting promo people did. excited about Getting it. Getting people and, excited about wrestling. I think we'll see the ratings to Raw go up on the follow-up episode. But, uh, you know, I'm skeptical about the follow-up in general. I hope they follow up on this and, and really turn it into something great. But that did not happen with the Nexus angle last year. It just no. kind of crumbled. It fell apart. Yeah. Uh, guys, they're a pretty dominant force in WWE uh, right now. It's a new Nexus mm. led by CM Punk himself. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> if he's got amazing promo skills now, just wait till the Nexus. I mean, Otunga new Nexus has the leader that you yeah. can't stop. I mean, Otunga yeah. and McGillicuddy are the tag champions. Mm-hmm. That's a bronze belt. <laughs> What was the thing in the in the punk promo that you marked out for the most that really geeked you out? For me, it was uh, the shout out to Colt Cabana and me too. the mentioning of Ring of, of Honor. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And then saying that the like that Cena wasn't the best wrestler; he was just the best ass kisser, along with Dwayne Johnson. And I thought that that was fantastic because, in a lot of ways, it's true. You know, he's he's certainly not the greatest wrestler in the company, but he is the golden boy you know when he said i'm breaking the fourth wall and then wave to the camera that was that was, I love that. That was really and then cool. bringing up all the different promotions i thought was awesome and too. saying wrestler when he said wrestler the whole crowd went oh <laughs> what did he say what is that oh you're an entertainer oh, what no. is that the like Rock responded. Uh, the Rock responded to CM Punk via Twitter. The Rock uh, put this on Twitter: "It's simple business. The Rock is in the main event at WrestleMania because it draws more money in one night than you will in a lifetime." That's how he responded. That's to CM racist. Punk. Yeah. Is that? Racist? I, I wonder. I think it's. I wonder if CM Punk's playing white. along or if that's racist. seriously. When, like, when what is the white man going to get a fair shake in the pro wrestling world? That's what I want to know. When is the white man going to get a fair shake in the pro wrestling yeah, world? Yeah, when is Vince McMahon just going to focus on the white guys for once? That's, you know? it just, I don't know. It never has. It sickens it, me. It doesn't happen. I mean, uh, Hogan all those years, he's orange. He is not a white man. <laughs> and every time that there's a white guy who Vince is pushing, he always makes his whiteness a big part of his character and storylines. Yeah, it's just always about the race. 
It's always about who the where the guy came from. What's his bloodline? Yeah. Well, hey, Randy Orton's the guy who did the real shoot interview this week. Yeah. I don't know what the hell Randy Orton was thinking. <laughs> I can't imagine, seriously, what was going through this guy's mind when he did this interview with this Arizona voices? radio station. Yeah, <laughs> he was hearing the voices in his head. <laughs> but I mean, he said, I, I, I wrote a, a list of some bullet points of some of the stuff he said, which we'll talk about here. And this is only some of it. It was He was talking as if he were... At the bar with two of his friends, like the whole interview should have been shit. He was he would have never said in public, let alone on a radio station promoting the show. I don't know yet what kind of trouble he's uh, gonna be in for this, but even though he's a main eventer, there's gonna be some some heat to come down on him. Well, first of all, first thing he said was, <laughs> "There will be some heat coming down on you." <laughs> heat. It's a wrestling term. Is that is that new shoot to you guys? Heat. It's shoot heat. It's shoot heat. You know, wrestling, when people get, uh, when someone's mad at another uh, wrestler backstage, they yeah. call it heat. Steve's well, never heard that. Welcome term. to the wrestling business, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve's an idiot. Just heat coming down on you. It's not just It sounds Steve. like the early tough enough promos on, on season one back with Maven where Mark, Brawler would be there okay? like, do it again. <laughs> it is really hot in here. Yeah, yeah, heat's coming heat's down coming on us. Man, I, there's got this heat coming down on me. I'm just sweating. Well, you should shave. You're growing out your hair. You're growing out your beard. Flash. Is that why you have no Foolish. product in your hair? Because it was dripping into your eyes last <laughs> Yeah, I can't. It melts, and it suddenly I get encased, and my eyes get sealed shut. It's just like fiberglass right across the eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, heat is not just uh, the name of the old uh, Sunday Night Heat uh, wrestling show. It's actually a term that's used in backstage. Yeah. It's called heat on each other. Right I've heard here. it, Mark. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we'll keep it real casual for uh, for you guys to keep up, okay? All right. The first thing was uh, baby oil. Kali uses women's uh, – Randy Orton said the great Kali uses women's lipstick with baby oil uh, – red. With Wait, wait. Here's what he does. Oh, the heat. The, the heat is just barreling down baby on him. He mixes baby oil with women's lipstick that he crushes in his hand. And he rubs it all over his body before he comes out to wrestle. So his lipstick has a baby oil, uh, his, his body has a lipstick and baby oil reddish hue to it. Took me a lot of words to spit that out. Yeah. I do that before every improv show. And why? <laughs> Just, it makes me feel good about myself. It's also so Scott's chop of doom is that much more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton is bad. Uh, Bob Orton, he revealed, is bad with money. And they went through bankruptcy twice as a kid. That sucks. No. That was oh, sad. Those, yeah. He had to keep getting those casts on his arm because his arm was never healed up. That's, that's, that's a lot of medical expenses. For all that. He clearly it? didn't. They clearly didn't have health insurance. No. No. Right. No. no. Couldn't form a union. So sad. There's been two women that have played Randy Orton's wives on sketches uh, in the past uh, on WWE. One just a couple months ago, and then one a couple years ago uh, promoting their his WrestleMania match with Triple H. But he said both the wives were models, not actresses. They couldn't act and were terrible. And he can't believe he asked both of them to marry him, and they said yes. <laughs> that is a slight to your acting school because they both graduated from there. Yeah, with true. honors. I told them to keep it in the parking lot, and they just they didn't. Their mindset or what? What are you talking about? Well, yeah. that part of the acting school is because it's behind a grocery store in a parking lot. You have to stay in the parking lot no matter where your character is or whatever the role is. Internally? Yeah. But Or externally, all their parts have to be done in parking lots. If, if it takes place in an office building, they have to be in the office parking lot yelling their lines into the building. Oh, I see. 
God, it is so hot in here. It is. You have Mo Howard hair right now. The heat really is coming down on us. It is hot as hell in here right now as we record. Uh, it's summertime in Los Angeles. He said, well, this was the one that got him a lot of heat. Is that okay if I keep using that word? Yeah. yeah. You keep staring just, at me, and I'm sure in, I look like a Is it too inside if I keep saying it? Okay. Uh, it, is it okay if we use those terms if we're not in the business? Yeah. It's well, I mean, okay, but you shouldn't use the wrestler's handshake unless you're a wrestler. Oh, this one? No, the secret wrestler's handshake. This really one that we're doing right now, what? Mark? Uh, that's not really it, Steve. What's the secret wrestling handshake? I'm not telling you it. <laughs> I'm not a wrestler. I'm not even supposed to know it. You know what? Now you've got some serious heat coming down on you because you brought it up and you're not going to show us the secret wrestler's handshake. <laughs> uh, Randy Orton said that he could name ten guys off the top of his head who slept with Kelly Kelly. And they kind of riffed off that for a while on the wrestling show. He later got on his Twitter and, and apologized for that. It was a real dick move. Can you name some of the ten? Well, he, I don't know. I mean, we, he, he would not say who they were. Oh, I see. They, like, the hosts were trying to guess who they were, and he would not reveal who they were. And I said I was okay with it if you wanted to mention my name, but he didn't do it. <laughs> she said, I, I think she's, she's really in you. I saw on her Twitter, she said, I'd love to rub my fingers through Scott Narver's beard. Yeah, <laughs> she did. Especially when I it's covered in baby though, oil and lipstick. <laughs> I, I crushed lipstick in my hand. I mix it with baby oil. What's wrong? Hey, she's a, she's a beautiful young woman who's having a little trouble finding her significant other. Or finding Mr. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah and she's looking in a just the heartache world of professional wrestling. It's like when you go to Costco and you don't know what to buy, so you go and try all the samples. Mm -hmm. That's what she's doing. And in her defense, some of the people that she was boyfriend, like, were her boyfriends are dead now. So <laughs> how could she have married? How could she have married Tess? Is that she's, the sympathy defense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe Tess was her one true love. Can I take another crack at saying the baby oil line over again? Yes, yeah, I screwed yeah. it up so bad. I feel like I just want to do it. Again. I think do it a in lot a funny of, accent. Oh, the intro also, if you want to do a lot of heat coming down. I was thrown off. It's like a sauna in here. <laughs> Try and do it like William Wrinkle. Maybe you'll oh. concentrate better, Mark, if you put your shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the sunglasses that were throwing us last week. All right, let's just keep going. He ripped on the term superstar and said that he likes to be called a professional wrestler. That's what he does. And then when people think of him and come up to him, they call him a professional wrestler. They think of him as a professional wrestler and not a superstar, which is not, you know, this is anti-company. Probably because Ed Harris called him a superstar during his movie. Oh, you're that superstar. No! I, I'm not really sure where all the controversy is coming from. He can sort of say whatever he wants. WWE is pretty much over a barrel with him. I mean, it's not like they're going to be like, hey, we're going to take you out of action because they've got plenty of other people to take his you're place. You're right about that. Yeah. I mean, who is gonna t who's going to take his spot? He ripped on The Rock for a while. He said a bunch of stuff about The Rock. He Well, and John Cena. Well, first of all, uh, Randy Orton said that, um, that he thinks that he, Randy Orton, is a better technical wrestler than John Cena. Which, I, I wouldn't disagree with Right? That. Like, yeah, I think that's... I think Hornswoggle is. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's true. And he said that uh, Cena carries too much muscle. Like, he's too big and stiff to really move Called around in the robotic. Did he? Yeah. I, I don't remember that. Oh, all right. I think you've made that up. I don't make a lot of things up. You just have Transformers in your head right now because it's Transformers is just open. I think at this table, you were the, only, you were the only person at this table who's seen yeah, that movie. You Mark. saw that movie. I rushed out to see Transformers 3 in 3D. Um, Put your he, shirt back on. But he said that he said that Cena is better on the mic than The Rock. 
uh, because Cena is off the cuff, and that Rock uses a teleprompter for his promos, which I had never heard before. What, where is it? Is it just like one of those Korean gymnastics sort of expositions where everybody pulls up those little signs so they can show him from Unless a long distance? Unless it's scrolling way? on the inside of his sunglasses. I don't know. <laughs> what about, maybe they have a blimp like that NFL blimp cam that like mm-hmm. hovers over the and field. It has, it has one of those LED lights that are going by. <laughs> if you can smell what the... What the... What the... <laughs> Rock is cooking. I assume he means for backstage promos and not in-ring promos, right? Or we would have heard at some point about a teleprompter being in the ring. It's just a guy with cue cards. Well, Sin Cara just jumps into the ring. There isn't a springboard there. (laughs) Whoa. Moment of silence, everybody. That was was Rip Savage. I should have taken that. It was like, lull. I should have taken it with the next item, and I didn't. Can I try the baby oil line over again? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. please. I got thrown off by the heat. All right. So there's baby oil, right? Wrestlers wear baby oil. Right, and Randy Orton admitted... It damn it. Okay. Um, just come did, in loud and aggressive on this one. Has just Kelly like, Kelly like, getting, like what just Steve like, does? I don't know if I... Has like Kelly that. Kelly responded to any of this stuff yet? No. She yeah, did. she did. She did. Oh, she did? She said she was really disappointed in Randy and... Oh, God. And she's not going to sleep with him. Uh, after, right. she, after she called me and Scott crying, we said, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter and respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she call him robotic, Scott? Yep, she called him robotic. Why no are you feelings. spreading all these robotic rumors about everybody? <laughs> <laughs> you want you told me to, Mark. You gave me twenty bucks and said, and by the way, mention Transformers three D if you get a chance. <laughs> so robotic. Uh, he's well, Randy Orton's about to start a program, or already has with Mark Henry, and um, he said in this interview that he doesn't want to be in the ring with Mark Henry. That he thinks he's dangerous. And that a lot of things could happen when you're in the ring with him. Well, a lot of things can happen when you're in the ring with the world's strongest man. I mean, that's the world's strongest man. Yeah. I mean, he, when he shakes your hand, he crushes every bone in your hand. He, he doesn't know his own strength. He's like a he's like a cartoon character, you know. <laughs> he's like Lenny from A Mice and Men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I was just judging by how nice of a guy he is, then I would say I wouldn't want to be in the ring with Mark Henry either. Because he was very unfriendly he tried to me. tried to steal your girlfriend. Yeah. Tell us quickly about what happened when you met Mark Henry, Brett. Uh, after SummerSlam, I went into a local watering hole in the Los Angeles area, close to the Staples Center, and uh, saw our truth before this current gimmick, uh, along with Mark Henry, and uh, approached them to say hello. And our truth could not have been nicer, and Mark Henry could not have been uh, more disinterested in the meeting. <laughs> did you tell him that you're a wrestling podcast host uh yes i think i think that would have really impressed him uh it did it did so much so he grabbed another onion ring <laughs> did you tell him that you rubbed beards with uh, john morrison i did and, and then no his interest? response to that was he grabbed another onion ring <laughs> do you know what uh, mark henry is like scott in the ring Fluid. Robotic, actually. He's robotic. No, that is not There true. was a pretty There's cool no thing on the last SmackDown, though, that they uh, they played Big Show's music for no apparent reason. It distracted Mark Henry enough to where Randy Orton was able to just like roll him up and pin him. And then uh, they showed Mark Henry go on a tirade where he destroyed all the sound booth equipment and then took the, the sound technician and they heaved him into the netherworld. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but they had, like, where he was at, it, there was some storage boxes, Splash. but behind that, it was just completely nebulous dark. And he had grabbed the guy and then just threw him six, uh, easy six to seven feet in the air, 
cleared all the storage boxes, and then the guy just disappeared into nothingness. Nothingness? Yeah. Steve, the underworld? Steve, Ramp think, up to SummerSlam, Undertaker, Mark Henry. I think your oh, I uh, wrestling so. name should be Nebulous Dark, by the way. <laughs> Nebulous Darkness, I think, is pretty good. I like that. The last thing that I jotted down from this interview was that Randy Orton said that it was hours... At the time he was doing the interview, he was there promoting the SmackDown event that night. And he said, it's hours before SmackDown right now, and I have no idea what I'm doing on the show tonight. It doesn't get figured out till a couple hours before the show. Which certainly <laughs> didn't make anyone in WWE look good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just shooting from the hip. I kind of admire that. He, like... Kind we of. wouldn't be talking about it if it didn't happen. You know, it's really exciting that it happened. You're right. And Things have to happen in order for to them talk to be talked about. about it. Yeah. And for Steve to be Good kind place. of interested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because sometimes they get a little bit interested in things that don't happen, but not as much as being kind of interested in things that actually happened. You are sweating right now. Am I sweating as much as you <laughs> yes. are? Okay. <laughs> it's really hot in here, you guys. Okay. So this is what they do with the baby oil. <laughs> Jeez. All right, one Ra- more time. Randy Orton uses regular baby oil when he oils up before the matches. This is what he said. But Great Khali mixes it. He crushes women's lipstick in his hands. He mixes it with baby oil. He rubs it on his body so that he has an oily and reddish hue. It's a trick that he knows from India. <laughs> where nice. lipstick is used as that food. Was, I like that delivery. That was really good. Thank yeah. you. Well, why, why would he do that? Uh, he doesn't I, look red to me at all when I, when I when you when I see. Well, him. I don't know why how much it. how much is one stick of lipstick going to do on a seven foot three four hundred and twenty pound frame? Well, when I rub lipstick on a twelve foot wait how tall? 12? Seven foot three four hundred and twenty pound. God, it's hot. It's it is really hot in here. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you know, there's a bunch of wrestling, you know, independent. I feel like I should what? specify that we uh, are recording inside of a shack outside in the middle of the desert. <laughs> We're in the Unabomber's shack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are a couple of wrestling promotions that have hopped up lately that hopped up, crept up, uh, hopped up. You're, you're stuck tearing up. down. They're hopped up. Uh, no and, drug policies there. But they're, they're all like a combination of wrestling with some other thing, with some other genre. Like, a gimmick, if you will. Yeah, like... Yeah, gimmick. Like ICP... Oh, he's coming down on me for using gimmick. ICP, <laughs> the... Um, very good, very nice gimmick. Thank you. Is, is another insider wrestling term. Oh. ICP has um, their promotion. They've had it for a long while, but now they're doing it on iPay-Per-View. They sell these four ninety five iPay-Per-Views. One insane like every two, Clown Posse. The Insane Clown Posse. And it's called Juggalo Championship Wrestling, or it used to be called Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Really? It really did. Now they cleaned it up, I, I think, a little bit. Tight. Honestly, oh, it's good because it seems like that belt they snuck around was kind of hard to keep up because it kept falling apart in their hands. Like it was a piece of shit. <laughs> it was a piece of shit belt. Is that what you're saying, Steve? Yes. That's a joke you make right before you have a heat stroke. <laughs> Let me just roll my eyes back. <laughs> but um, so, so Juggalo Championship Wrestling. So it's kind of like ICP culture in their world combined with wrestling. And then there's the Urban Wrestling Federation, which just has their – it says their first pay-per-view is available now. And here's a description of what they do. It's sort of uh, – well, here's, here's what it says on their website. UWF combines hip-hop music and professional wrestling to present the feuds of the streets as unprecedented entertainment. It's no secret there's been an age-old battle for turf domination brewing in America's urban neighborhoods, a battle that will now be settled inside the ropes. The ring is the new block. Uh, disputes will boil over and total domination will be the prize as as the latest innovation in sports entertainment, the Urban Wrestling Federation debuts live in New York City. So it's like hip hop and and sort of got a Grand Theft Auto feel combined with... It sounds like that game Def Jam Vendetta for Xbox. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. But in pay-per-view form. 
the, which the, were rappers pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was a pro wrestling game with rappers in it. Yep. It's your what? Are you stuck to your paper? <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> uh, All Wheels Wrestling has just started as well. Just, the information that's been available on this promotion has been obscure. We know that they taped a pilot in the Impact Zone. We know that Jeff Jarrett's involved and Hermie Sadler's involved. But they shot a pilot for the Speed Network that basically combines racing, the world of racing, with the world of professional wrestling. I'm really curious to see how they're going to do that because I feel like originally when I think about it, like a terrible way to do it is you have a race and then everyone has to go across town to get to the bingo hall to watch all the pro- professional wrestling. But I was thinking, what if they had a giant sort of arena with a go-kart uh, track set up and then after the race, everybody went to the center where the ring was and you could sit around the ring after they raced. What if the go-kart race was just going on the whole time the matches were going on in the middle and then you just would pick where you had wanted to put your focus. Steve would break his neck by trying to pick which thing he'd want to look at. It would at. be too exciting. You'd have race, you'd have go-karts going around in circles. Or the outcome of the match is decided like if, let's say, Joe Johnson's in the ring, there's a car Joe assigned Johnson. to Joe Johnson. And if Joe Johnson wins, then that means he actually wins the match. So the original double they have to wait to the conclusion of the race in order to find out how the match concludes. Or it'd be Jeff Jarrett in the middle of the track trying to take on a guy in a go-kart. Yeah. Well, they did t- shoot. So this is what we do now. This, this is gonna <laughs> immediately after Brett said, "Yeah," he started shaking his head. Like, no, actually, I don't think that's a I'm good so, idea at I'm all. So disappointed in both of us right now. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, they did shoot. You know, they shot this pilot, and some of the matches, you know, were reported on online. This is gonna sound like I'm making this up, but I'm not making this up. It's probably making this up. No, I'm guys making you shit. guys. I'm not making this up. Sounds like it's making it's not. Um, paper, lipstick so he's and probably baby making oil. it up. You, you've heard of Iron Man matches, right? They're usually 60-minute sure. Iron Man matches or th- or maybe a 30-minute Iron Man match. Whoever gets the most falls in that time period wins an Iron Man match. They did a series of, I'm not kidding, five-minute Iron Man matches. Made up! It's not yeah. made up. Five-minute Iron Man matches. Literally unbelievable. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> you guys, look it up on the internet. It's yeah. on there. <laughs> they did five-minute Iron Man matches and like some of the some of the uh, the fall, it was like four falls to none. It, so it's like I actually think it seems like that the way that they're incorporating wrestling and racing is to have super fast matches. So they're racing each other for the win. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and so. When I, like each match is in fact a race car racing another match, trying to figure out who can have the shortest time. Great metaphor. Thank wow. you. Yes. I don't believe it either. <laughs> So everybody can lose very easily all the time. So if they were to ever go into the big leagues, you go, that guy loses four times in five minutes. <laughs> he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. Uh, we, well, we, you thought we'd do a grab bag segment here. We do these sometimes on the show. They're completely improvised. We don't know what's going to happen in them. But because of these themed wrestling promotions that hopped up, we each wrote on some pieces of paper some other genres like hip-hop or like racing, that wrestling could be combined with to form a new uh, a new sort of form, a new brand of professional wrestling. Yeah, we're looking for investors out there, so if you want to jump on board with one of these potential ideas and we'll start our own wrestling promotion. Yeah, I mean, we're sure. likely going to put this on Kickstarter immediately after yeah. the show, some of these ideas. We're looking at you, Panda Energy. <laughs> I'll grab one. I'll grab one. All right, Scott's going to start. Oh. So he's reaching in the grab bag. We each wrote a few, but we don't know what the other guys have written. Gardening. Gardening. Ooh. Oh, boy. 
A wrestling promotion. So wrestling combined with gardening. Well, obviously this would go on HGTV. GWA. Yeah, yeah. Gardling, gardening wrestling. Gardling. Gargling wrestling. <laughs> so you, what you do is you take the baby oil and lipstick and you crush it crush it together. Is, are you doing Mark Warzeka like no, George a little bit W. Bush? Of, it's a little bit of Bill Cosby, I thought. <laughs> God, it's so hot. It's really hot in here. All right, I think The Undertaker so. would be the main star that the Garden Wrestling Federation would want to have. Because oh. you have to plant your opponent in the ground after the matches. Nice. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey. Yes, well, yes. they're going to have a great history, the gardening wrestling promotion, because you'll start from the roots. So that'll be the that first era of, of, of the wrestling will be the roots. And they're going to do a lot of their sponsoring through grassroots promotion. Nice. Very good. And most of the wrestlers will be Lucha Libres or Mexican of descent. Because they work those matches. Racist. <laughs> Race. Suddenly it got racist. Hey, I don't make stereotypes. They're stereotypes because they're true. And then they'll get uh, uh, Joey from Blossom to be a special guest. Blossom Flowers. Oh boy! Flowers blossom. <laughs> it's hot. Not, a, blo- not blossom from blossom. No, she works <laughs> on Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's legit. Man, a lot of heat. A lot of heat's gonna come down from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm for your that one. Beard is making me so much hotter, Scott. <laughs> that's what. That's what. Wait Kelly a minute. Kelly I'm sorry, said. Mark. Uh, that is what Kelly Kelly said. He wanted right. that in the clear. That's okay. right. But not the fact that Mark just said how hot your beard is making. Wait, hey, not like that. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Uh oh, some heat's being generated. All right, I've pulled one out of the grab bag. It's wrestling combined with paranormal activity. Ooh. That's great because then you put all the wrestlers in one house with just multiple cameras around the house. Yeah. And they have to wrestle. The, I'm not going to take yours. You go ahead and take it. I was just going to say Sci-Fi Network. Oh, yeah. you, yep. you already have a channel. You and already have a network for it. Uh, take that current Smackdown. tough enough competitors that wrestle the spirit of dead wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> And Jake the Snake is uh, is the referee of all of this since he can talk to both yeah, sides. He's already living in the house because it's rent free. Everything in this wrestling promotion is filmed in black and white on those ghost fighter type uh, security cameras. So everybody's eyes look like just silver marbles. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. All right, Brett's gonna <laughs> grab one. Right, one. Here we go. I have the Weather Channel. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> uh huh. The heat's gonna come down. Well, first of all, you want to bring back the natural disasters. Yes. The oh, famous yeah. tag team of earthquake and typhoon. Yeah. yeah. They would be the anchors of the show. Yep. And uh, they would wrestle every other <laughs> sort of independent wrestler throughout the country that has some name that's derived from a weather pattern. The, the human tornado. He's a local yeah. wrestler here. Mm-hmm. And you could get uh, Jackie from Channel Five, who does the weather here in L.A., to be one of the valets. Anyway. There is no one named Jackie on Jackie, Channel, Channel 5. Jackie, Channel 5? Weather? One word name? She, well, it's, she does... Are you sure it's not Jack A? Yeah, is it Jack A Jack from 227? No, it's, it's Jackie <laughs> Jack from Channel 5. And she, they do, she's super hot, and so they do the weather every three minutes on the news. Speaking of super hot, it's really fucking hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more. Do it, Steve. Do it. What do we got? Marriage counseling. Oh, the marriage wow. counseling promotion of wrestling. Yes. Wow. Every wrestling fan wants to see a cross between professional wrestling and marriage counseling. That would marriage have to is, be on Bravo. Especially Randy Orton and his two model wives. Yeah. Yep. Marriages Kelly, are Kelly so and big Randy on wrestling Orton. that you always have those ceremonies. So, yeah, you want to see the trials and tribulations of them going Not through. Not only do you want to see the wedding, you want to see the process of maintaining a marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And no wrestling. You don't want to see wrestling at all. Yeah, you get Stone Cold on there with his many wives and uh, uh, try and put him in a cage to see if he doesn't beat them senseless. Yeah. 
And the, the whole thing, there's a good storyline that builds towards a triangle match between the couple and the therapist. Yeah. yeah. Right. Finally, the ther- the couple, threat. the couple uh, get on the same page, and then they decide that the therapist is the enemy. And yeah. the therapist would be uh, Pat Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scott, I think it's time for our surprise segment. Ooh, okay. Oh, you know what? Hold on, though, real yeah. quick. All I right. was trying to arrange this earlier, but as I was telling you guys earlier, last night on SmackDown yeah. was the first time Sin Cara got cleanly pinned oh, yeah. in the middle oh, of the ring. Yeah. And I've been working my ass off through uh, Steve's contact to see if I could get a hold of him, and I think he's calling in now. Oh. Uh, hello, Sin Cara. I, I want to thank you so much for getting back to us. Uh, you know, I guess the whole world is sort of a buzz right now because your major monster push in the WWE seems to have con- come to an end on the most recent SmackDown when uh, Christian pinned you clean in the middle of the ring. How did you feel about that? I guess it was pretty abrupt. I was very unexpected. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, for those of you listeners, uh, Steve can actually speak Sin Cara. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, have him translate. Uh, well, It's like Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you can hear him, but only a few people can translate. Okay. Uh, well, Sin Cara, are you mad? What was, the, what was the backstage politics that finally led up to you losing your first match? Oh, it sounds like there was a lot of backstage politics, and there was actually that's why he was moved to SmackDown because he was doing all those flubs, and this was sort of his final punishment. Oh, okay. Well, I just and it certainly in no way was to reward Christian. Oh, okay. Well, he seemed to get really angry right yeah, there. Yeah. Hey, I just have one more question. Uh, it looked quite embarrassing for the lights to come back up to full wash with you uh, still laying on the mat, beaten. Uh, was that as embarrassing for you as it looked on TV? Uh, he's actually in bandages right now. He has to wear that mask during the day because his retina's exploded. Oh. All right. Well, sorry, Sin Cara. I hope this means that uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be leaving soon. But uh, thanks for calling in. Bye bye. That's what he said. At the, I, oh, I put that intonation on, but I don't know. He just said bye. He did seem ferociously mad. Seems sad on SmackDown because it just seemed like it was a normal person after he got beaten. His lights came back up like a walk of shame. <laughs> sad sack down. <laughs> It's got your, uh, have I mentioned that your beard's making me really hot? <laughs> That's what Randy Orton said on that interview. <laughs> All right, we've got one last segment for today, our surprise segment. Scott, tell us about it. Uh, well, uh, last week, if everybody was listening, uh, they had heard that our sound engineer and producer, Meredith Spivey, had said that John Cena and her were destined to be together. So what better way to find out, to test their love, and to see if they are truly destined to be together... We have several questions for Meredith about John Cena to see if they are truly destined to be together. So uh, we've all true prepared. and false, multiple and choice, just really easy answers. So we're <laughs> Meredith is blushing right now because she already knows the answer that, yes, they are destined to be together. <laughs> Say hello, Meredith. Hello. <laughs> all right, let's get started. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep score. I'm gonna keep Meredith's score here out of the questions that we ask. And uh, can you I know. just say really quickly, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll participate. But um, John and I both feel that silly little tests like this, it's beneath our love. Wow. So we'll just just putting it out there. Now, Meredith, were you aware of John Cena before we started doing this podcast? Because I feel like you just discovered him <laughs> once you became our sound engineer and immediately fell in love with him. I'll respond by asking, do you know how long Romeo and Juliet knew each other before they fell in love? About 30 seconds. Wow. So 
I'd say that question is irrelevant, and I'm not going to answer. She was 13. <laughs> we should we should uh, we should do these. Uh, I've got the first one. That's a true or false. Okay. Can I start? It's a true or false, Meredith. Is your is your mic up? We should make sure your mic is. Uh, is in our system, right? We should have done this before the show started. Guys, we should have done this before the show yeah. started. But then it wouldn't have been a surprise yeah. to you. Surprise! Right. Uh, is this true or false, Meredith? At the WWE ECW One Night Stand pay-per-view, John Cena fans... Uh, I'm sorry. At the WWE... Kidding you guys, the baby oil. <laughs> and the lipstick. Guys, so he puts yeah. this baby oil, he crushes it with the lipstick. All right. True or false? At the WWE ECW One Night Stand pay-per-view, fans famously held up a sign that said... If Cena wins, we riot. Is that true or false, Meredith? True or false? True or false? True. He inspires a lot of people. So That is, in fact, true. Yeah. John Cena's got such true. great passion. Yeah. Meredith knows this. <laughs> yes, I do. All right, I got one here. All right, true or false? The Marine starring John Cena was originally titled The Seaman. Only two weeks before releasing the theatrical trailer, the title was changed in fear that WWE fans would perceive the film and John Cena to have homosexual undertones. <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. Yes, no homosexual undertones. But, um, that is false. That is correct. Yeah, ding, she's ding, on ding, ding, ding. Well, I think I got to hit her with the first multiple choice okay. question. Okay. No. Yeah, switch it up because she's. It's, it's yeah, like this is really know each other really right well. <laughs> All right. Cena's uh, current gimmick is the East Coast white boy rapper. He had other gimmicks that didn't stick early in his career. Which one of the following is an actual gimmick used by Cena? A. JC, a masked holy disciple of God, brought down to eradicate evildoers. B. Prototype. A partly robotic wrestler designed to unmercifully destroy the competition. C. R. Truth, a crazy rapper that despises the children fans of wrestling, often calling them little jimmies and throwing drinks in their faces. Or D. John the Bounty Hunter, a wrestler bounty hunter that would beat his opponents, then take them into custody. Um. A. J. C. B. Prototype. C. R. Truth. D. John the Bounty Hunter. The tough one because I just really know him as just the real John. So, um, but I like him as a bounty hunter. I'll be a criminal for him. Okay, that is one of the uh, gimmicks I made up for him. The <laughs> Wait, true holy one. Man, holy man! Uh, oh, that's another one I made up. The truth is, it's B prototype, a partly robotic wrestler designed to unmercifully destroy the competition. Robotic. Yes. Whoa. He used to be robotic. See? Guys, wow. it's all coming together Call at the me end a here. Shitster. No this way. is like an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> but what's interesting is in all those choices, Meredith saw the good qualities, not seeing him as a robot, seeing the passion and trying to save uh, people with the JC thing. Or... That's what real love is, guys. <laughs> all right, guys, I think I'll take it from here. Here's a pretty tough one. I once saw John Cena in downtown Los Angeles and said, John Cena! True or false? Oh, okay. I didn't see a question there. Um, you never saw John Cena. It's false. He would have told me. It is, in fact, false. <laughs> but I didn't say John Cena. I saw him in downtown and didn't say anything. All right, here's another true or false, Meredith. John Cena wrestles every match in the exact same pair of jean shorts, which were a gift from his mother when he signed with WWE. True or false? True. False. I Damn made it. it up. Well, he likes his mom a lot, so, you know, they're very close. I made it up. 
Okay. True or false? John Cena became involved in a storyline with non-wrestler Kevin Federline, where he began appearing on Raw with Johnny Nitro and Melina. After getting in a worked physical altercation with K-Fed on Raw, Federline appeared at Cyber Sunday to hit Cena with the World Heavyweight Championship during the match, helping King Buka retain his championship. That's true. That is correct. Oh, boy. Whoa. Okay. You have four, four correct and two incorrect. You're doing well, Meredith. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. True or false? Cena has granted the most wishes for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Only because early God, in his career, perfect. he accidentally gave a boy suffering from Down Syndrome an attitude adjustment because he thought he was mocking him. <laughs> Cena has never gotten over the guilt. True or false? She's really thinking about this one. <laughs> Don't be upset. Meredith is either laughing or crying right <laughs> yeah. now. That has got to be false. It, that, that, is, that is, in fact, heard. false. She says false, <laughs> and it is, in fact, false. Steve, <laughs> he is the, the WWE's granted the most witches. Okay, yeah, uh, true or false? True. true or false? John Cena, once in a match, tore a pec muscle and then continued the entire match. And then afterwards asked a female fan to massage the peck back into his chest. That's how we met. <laughs> that was me. That's true. Sorry, that's false. I know it was. He actually had a very painful it. surgery. <laughs> I have his peck sewn back. I have to chest. mark that as a wrong answer. Okay. I have to mark it as a wrong Can we answer. Just put it on the record. I was kidding. Is it my turn? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, true or false? John Cena has said that his favorite match ever was against Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter. Which ended by disqualification when Umaga's when when Kamala's manager Kim Chi interfered. True. False. Damn it. Oh. Completely made up. He never wrestled Kamala. He's okay. gonna beat me tonight. <laughs> John Cena. True or false? John Cena won his first WWE championship at WrestleMania twenty one. On April 3rd, 2005, at Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, where he did not say hi to Steve, against John Bradshaw Layfield. True. That is correct. Yes, it is. He I did not say hi to me. I gotta stir the pot again with <laughs> another right, multiple choice. We got, we got choice. time for a couple more. Okay. okay. Cena also has had many nicknames since beginning his current gimmick. Which one of these is not a Cena nickname? A, Doctor of Thugonomics. B, the Chain Gang Commander. C, Balls and Chains Master. Or D, Chain Gang Soldier. <laughs> Those all sound so similar. Can you do them really quickly? Uh, a, Doctor of Thugonomics. B, the Chain Gang Commander. C, Balls and Chains Master. <laughs> or D, <laughs> Chain Gang Soldier. Hey, <laughs> damn it, if I could have gotten through it. <laughs> See, the baby you, oil Brett, is we all know that you're the balls and chains yeah. master. <laughs> See, balls and chains master was not correct. So you are right. She got it right. Meredith is doing well. Guys, a couple more questions. We got to try stump her here and end her love I, with John I have another, Is there anything involving his album? You can never album? end my love with John um, Cena. Yeah, I That's have another. Here, here. Just here's here's a joke for you, Steve. Uh, this one right here, number six. Okay. I'm sorry. True or false? Talking to the microphone, Steve. John Cena's finishing move, now known as the attitude adjustment, was previously called the FU. John Cena's finishing move, now known as the attitude adjustment, was previously called the FU. False. 
Oh, I'm sorry, but it's true. It is true. Oh, right on true. top of it. One, true two, or false? Three, uh, Cena is a huge fan of the British Royals. So much as so, in fact, he wore a St. George's Cross bandana in his back pocket to wrestle in the first Monday Night Raw following Prince William and Kate's nuptials. True or false? False. Okay, that is false. <laughs> <laughs> true or false? Cena is married to Brooke Hogan, Hulk Hogan's daughter. They were married on July 11th, 2009. I will kill that bitch if that is true, and it's false. That is false. Yes. All right, okay. that's nine to five. Meredith got nine. Way <laughs> to make a living. How about one more of the multiple right. choice? And then it. after that, I've got a very controversial okay. one. Okay. This one it has to do with his uh, music. <laughs> Cena has an actual rap album called You Can't See Me with the music he wrote himself along with his cousin, The Trademark. Which of these, which two of these are not actual songs on the album? A, The Time Is Now. B, Bad Bad Man. C, I'll Slam Yo Ass. D, right now, or E, vanilla move set? E. A, I'm oh. sorry? Wait, wait, wait. Which ones are There's not two on? of these that are not really on the album. And I have to pick both of them? Yes. Whoa. A, the time is now. B, bad, bad man. C, I'll slam your ass. D, right now. <laughs> e, vanilla move set. Okay. Um, I'll slam your ass. And what, what was the other one? Vanilla mindset? Vanilla move set. Vanilla. Move set. Okay, she got those. Right. Wow. wow. I think that should count for two correct yeah, answers. I own that CD. Of course I know it's on it. All right, last one, Steve. This one's really controversial. I think a lot of our fans might have a problem with this one, but I figured I might as well ask. True or false? True or false? True or false? True or false? <laughs> Is that it? Is it true or false? <laughs> you just controversial. John Cena is awesome. True or false? True or false? One big true. Okay, sorry, just had to stir the pot. No, that is false. (laughs) That that is an incorrect answer. Oh, damn. But you still win, Meredith. 11 correct, 6 incorrect. You (laughs) are destined to be with John Cena. Yay! All right, this was a fun show, and uh, please check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, and Twitter, <laughs> twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks, and of course on iTunes. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate and review. That really helps us out if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes, and the show's been picking up momentum, so we appreciate you spe- spreading the word and telling friends about it. Uh, guys, any last thoughts before we go here? I see baby oil, and then you take the lipstick and you yep. crush it. And Our next end. show is a, another review show. Oh. Our next show is another review show. Our next show, we're going to be reviewing the infamous pay-per-view ECW December to Dismember. We've all watched it, and we're going to review it on our next show. Yes. Thank you to Meredith Spivey. Meredith Spivey. Cena. Meredith Spivey. And everyone at the po- uh, Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Rosecco. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Brett Canoe. Join us next time. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.